All music is spiritual. I don't necessarily mean just religious music, though in our church we perform a lot of that. I mean that music, by its very nature, connects us to God, to each other, and to ourselves. Magical Feast is an annual medieval music performance put on by the members of the Fayetteville High School Choir. I know that music is spiritual because after watching this performance, a dear friend and mentor of mine told me that she had felt healed by listening to the music and that the performance made her feel less anxiety about the troubling world around her. I know that music is spiritual because a classmate who is a devout Christian has nearly the same look of joy and divinity on his face when he talks about the Arctic monkeys as when he talks about his love of God. And I know that music is spiritual because of the way I feel when I sing, listen, and play. In confirmation class and Sunday school, our youth leaders taught us the importance of the connection with the oneness that runs through everything. On our first confirmation retreat, I remember sitting in nature after going on a hike and feeling so much love all around me, both from my friends and mentors and from some other source that I hadn't quite tapped into yet. We talked about belief each week, and I discovered what faith meant to me. My youth leaders weren't afraid of confronting deeper questions and never rejected facts or science in showing us what belief was. Through this process, I came up with my definition of God, and I realized that I had found the church where I belonged. My wonderful youth leaders always led by example and demonstrated to me the kind of person I should strive to be, someone loving, kind, and compassionate whose purpose is to make life better for the people around me. One of the ways I plan to do that is by sharing the healing and meditative power of music. I often find myself moved, connected, and focused, full of an unexplainable love when I have mastered a piece of music and am singing or playing it for fun. When I perform, my hope is that people feel the same joy I do, that I can share it with them, helping to create peace through harmony. One of the most important people in my spiritual and musical life is Charlie Rigsby. He not only teaches choristers the songs of the week, but also helps us connect with the church, the seasonal religious context, and the music we are singing. Charlie has championed events like Noah's Flood and Advent Lessons and Carols, as well as the opportunity to work with other choirs on larger pieces like Rudder's Mass of the Children. He even includes notes and music theory tips in our bulletins weekly. Charlie enlivens the community of Fayetteville by consistently going above and beyond, but he has also enriched my personal life. He taught me how to sing in a choir, no scooping up to the note, and introduced me to my current voice and piano teachers. He respects and loves everyone he meets, and his attitude has motivated me to become a better person. Through his faith and his love of the people and music of our church, Mr. Charlie helped me find my spiritual connection with music. Though he is retiring this year, Mr. Charlie's impact will never leave my heart. Indeed, Charlie is one of the people who have most inspired me to become a musician, which is why I will be attending St. Olaf College. Some people call it the choir school in the fall. I would like to thank my parents for their unwavering support and love. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. My sister for her silly shenanigans, and Miss Nancy for her encouragement of my music career. I am so grateful to my youth mentors, Dan, Amanda, Debbie, and so many others for helping me to find my faith. You changed my life. I would also like to thank Laura Wilkins, who has taught me so much about what it means to love music, and Jennifer Brown, who gave me my voice, and Don Fincher, who turns out to be here today for being a wonderful choir teacher. 
Finally, I would like to thank St. Paul's for being such a warm, open, and compassionate environment. The St. Paul's community loved me before I even knew what love was. St. Paul's and the people in it are as much my home as my house is. I will miss all it and all of you dearly. Thank you. Good morning. Standing here today, I can honestly say that St. Paul's has shaped my life in monumental ways over the past 12 years. 12 years ago, my family first walked through the doors of St. Paul, having just moved to Fayetteville, Fayetteville, Arkansas. I can always remember going to church wherever we lived, and after visiting several church, other churches around town, uh, my family decided that St. Paul's had the most to offer for my brother and I. In the early days of St. Paul's, I was too young to understand what was being said. A lot of, a lot of big words, confusing lessons, long announcements. <laughs> it was all kind of a blur back then, but I knew this was a great place with a special meeting to so many people. So you could just see it in everybody's faces. One of my first memories was seeing all the kids sitting up on the, on the church behind me just a little higher than everybody else. Maybe it was the nice choir robes that, that, that they wore. Maybe it was the sitting up front where all the action was taking place. Whatever it was, I was drawn closer to God, closer to the community, closer to the beat and the sounds of the church. But more importantly, I was drawn to the Christian mentors that would forever have a lasting impact on my life. When I first walked into the choir room, I was welcomed with open arms. After my first practice, Charlie and Linda said to me, Rylan, you're natural, you're doing great. With that encouragement, week after week, I kept coming back, singing, ringing, and learning new music. It was a blast, I couldn't get enough. Those early years, I always sat in the front pew, on the right face in the altar, first seat in the first row. I squirmed a lot in those days. It was, for, it was the main reason why my family always sat up in front. For, <laughs> Forever keeping a vigilant eye on me, usually stern look from my dad, eh, was all it took for me to settle down. Over time, I slowly moved back a few rows, and, but my dad is still right there. <laughs> it was also through St. Paul's Choir that I learned, first learned about the Arkansas Interfaith Choir Camp down at Subiaco Abbey. Summer music camp was amazing. Life was great, and music continued to grow in importance and meaning, all thanks to St. Paul's. Now, during those early years, my older brother Morgan went to all these nightly activities being part of the youth group. He would go, and I was left wondering, why can't I go? My parents told me I was too young for that, and it was just for the bigger kids. In a way, due to the fact, that fact, I couldn't attend in those specific youth events, it might have pushed me to appreciate more and more all the benefits and fun times I had singing with St. Paul's Choir. Uh, but wouldn't you know that just as I was getting old enough to start attending some of the events my brother did, we moved to Tampa, Florida. The next five years were difficult and confusing. We tried several local churches in Florida, but nothing came to close what was at St. Paul's. I did sing with the Tampa Bay Children's Chorus, which is just a community choir there but it wasn't the same as being here. Three years later, we moved to a small, north, uh, small town northwest of Chicago called Algonquin. Uh, 
Uh, we moved again. Uh, we never really found a church. It was in Nora Choir. It was kind of sad. Thank goodness Charlie introduced me to Subiaco, though. I never missed a summer. We didn't live in Fayetteville or attend St. Paul's any longer, but every summer, for one special week, I was able to feel at home and relieve and remind myself of the special place and how important it is and, powerful God, and how powerful God's message is when flowing through music. It was after the summer camp in 2013 that I learned that we were moving back to Fayetteville. You can only imagine the smile that came back across my face. I just couldn't put my happiness into words. Coming back, we were welcomed with open arms. Well, opener, considering how much I've grown. <laughs> Besides the choir, I was active in the youth group again. I enjoyed all the evenings with the guys at St. Martin's on campus. We spent so much time playing foosball, watching movies, and football if it was in season. We spent, uh, but there was always more to it. We always had time to fit in a life lesson or two, learn a bit more and more about the church, it was also a great way to relax at the end of the week and get ready for the next one. Wednesday evenings were the best because not only did I have choir practice with Charlie, but Wednesday dinners and youth group with time with Amanda. Amanda does such an always amazing job slipping in a life lesson or two, especially on how to deal with the stress of being a teenager. I want, I want to personally thank Amanda for being such a caring and selfless person. You helped me find the path to finding myself after being lost in so many moves around the country. You helped me look at the positives, no matter how pessimistic I might have become. You taught me to stay true to myself. I tried my best, maybe fumbled a little, along the way a little, but you were always there. St. Paul's was always there, and I'm forever grateful. Thank you so much, Amanda, for being such a happy person to be around, and a terrific spiritual men mentor, with an amazing laugh and a love for life. Choir has become such an important part of my life. I've been sing singing since I was five years old, it all started at St. Paul's. I've been able to sing in multiple all-region and all-state choirs. I performed in the Wizard of Oz and Noah's Flood, both directed by Nancy Mathis. And I've also been in Fayetteville High School's annual Mandrigal Feast, held here at, all three held here at St. Paul's. I've also attended choir camp for 13 years and plan to return as a counselor. Also, having, I've also been recently selected to receive a scholarship from the University of Arkansas Choirs. So I must thank one very important person, I could never have learned and accomplished so much if it wasn't for the church and for the wonderful people in this faithful community. But please allow me to recognize one important person, Charlie Rigsby. I cannot thank Charlie enough for what he has done to help me grow and mature, not only as a singer, but as a person. You are the one, one of the most talented and wisest pe per persons I know. I will forever be eternally grateful for your support and guidance and leadership here at St. Paul's. I hope life continues well and, and treat you well in your future endeavors. So, looking back on the past 12 years and thinking about my life after graduation, I know that St. Paul's will continue to be home for me. Though the future isn't clear, one thing is certain. I'll be just all right. No matter what life throws my way, the first 18 years of my life is just the first movement of my own symphony. Now it's time for the second movement in college. God moves through my symphony, and I pray, forever, I pray that it forever moves. Uh, forever moves and the music that made here at St. Paul's. Thank you. St. Paul's has been instrumental in my spiritual growth. I've grown up in this church. St. Paul's is truly a group of individuals, 
each with their own skill sets and passions that are able to come together to express love in so many different ways. There are so many amazing people that I look up to at St. Paul's. Father Chuck used to scare me as a kid by stealing my nose, but <laughs> now he is anything but scary. His love of scripture and the history behind it has inspired me to read more of the Bible. I love how Mother Suzanne makes you feel so deeply cared for every time you talk to her. I try to model her compassion in my everyday life. I strive to practice Father Lowell's love of other religions and cultures. One of my favorite memories is when he prayed at the Tibetan dinner for a group of Christians and Buddhists. His prayer was respectful of both religions and made me realize that we are living for the same life force. We just describe this force differently. Mr. Charlie's love of music is contagious. He convinced me to do choir for years, even though I don't like singing. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Linda and Mr. Jeremy made me fall in love with the tradition of the church. Miss Amanda and Mr. Dan taught me what it means to be Episcopalian and submitted my desire to be confirmed. I have been told that Episcopalians are not true Christians, that the Bible is dictated from God and shouldn't be questioned, and that people of other faiths and sexual orientations are going to hell. I struggled for years with what these Christian friends were telling me. This was not my God. St. Paul's has always supported my beliefs and pushed me to discover God and form my own relationship with him. St. Paul's has given me the courage and resources to discover him. Confirmation taught me that the Episcopal Church is like a three-legged stool, held up by tradition, reason, and scripture. I fell in love with our tradition. Even the smallest actions have a symbolic meaning. I find our church's tradition so comforting. It has remained the same for centuries. I have been an acolyte for many years and have more recently become a chalice bearer and a reader. Be <coughs> Sorry. Being part of the service is my favorite way to worship, and it makes me feel like I'm part of something bigger than myself. Reason is not something that is often stressed by other churches. I want to know the why behind God's actions. I refuse to accept something purely because the Bible says so. I aim to hear many different perspectives before I form my own opinion. I have investigated other religions, listened to my friends' beliefs from other denominations, and listened to St. Paul's teachings. My constant questioning and searching has only made my faith stronger. Scripture is something that I didn't focus on outside of church until this year. I took Father Lowell's class on the Book of Common Prayer and discovered a way to combine the tradition I love with Scripture. The more I read, the more I learn about God, and the more Christianity makes sense. My God is mysterious, unfathomable, loving, accepting. He is the feeling I get when I go for a hike, the guiding force in my life, the unexplainable, and the beautiful complexity of every human and the world we live in. Thank you, St. Paul's, for helping me get to know him.
We believe in one God.